When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. You're on The Burt Show. Had a couple of hours on Christmas Day where I was really, really sad. <clears throat> and I thought that I can compartmentalize this and be all right. And I made a mistake. <laughs> so I went to South Africa on this vacation <clears throat> and I cut my vacation back a day. And I thought by cutting it back a day that flying on Christmas Day would take the sting out of being alone because you're not in a city where everybody's celebrating and you got family all around. So what could be better than sleeping on a plane or being isolated on a plane on the 25th where you don't have all that Jesus nonsense around you? (laughs) (laughs) So the day started out pretty good, actually. My flight wasn't till later in the night, like 8.30 or 9 o'clock. And on Instagram, I had been showing everybody what's been going on in South Africa. And a former roommate of mine from Washington, D.C., 30 years ago, hits me up and goes, dude, you're in Cape Town? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, oh, my God, me and my family are here. We're right on the beach. You want to come hang out? That is so random. So random. I haven't seen this guy in years, right? And I'm like, sure, I got time in the daytime. It's Christmas. At least I'll be around somebody. So I go over there. We have a really good time. I leave. Um, I get to the airport. And I don't know that there is a lonelier (laughs) place in the world than an empty airport on Christmas Eve night. It was so hauntingly empty that I started to get the feels a little bit like, oh my God, I'm so alone in the world. So I thought, okay, all right, we got a time change here. I'll call my kids, say Merry Christmas now. That will alleviate the sadness that I'm going through. So I call them and they are having the time of their lives with their mom <laughs> and her side of the family. Aww. And I'm watching them all do the stuff that we all used to do together when we were married. Mm. And they're having the time of their lives. And I got off the phone with them and I went into a mini freaking depression, man. Aww, I was man. so freaking sad. So um, you can't escape being lonely on Christmas. There is no place you can run. There is no place you can hide. I really thought I'd be fine. And it was just a couple of hours, though. That's a lonely place on Christmas is an airport. I spent one Christmas alone without my family, and I never want to do that again. Yeah. That is a hard feeling. I thought it was pathetic to be at a TGI Fridays, which I did years and years and years ago. That was amazing compared to what I did at the airport. <laughs> <laughs> so you saw somebody get restrained on one of your flights? First time ever seeing this. And um, it is, it's a scary situation to be in when you see so much commotion happening on a flight. 
And I was, I traveled a lot in the last two weeks. So I was on a plane a lot more than I think I've ever wanted to be. So a lot of different airlines, a lot of different planes. And no, a, go ahead. Like, where did you fly to? Oh, man. Okay. So I, I went. Where to, didn't he fly to? Yeah, <laughs> That's probably easier. list. Yeah. Um, Arizona. So it starts in Atlanta, goes to Arizona. I went to Arizona. Then I went to Denver. Then I went to New York. Then I went to uh, Amsterdam. Then Dubai, then Abu Dhabi, then Rome, then back to New York, then Atlanta. Yeah! <laughs> How much sky miles do you get for a trip like that? Quite a few. Yeah. I wish my sky miles account was actual money, the way that it looks right now. But, That's um, bananas. It was, it was a lot. And so I saw a lot of things. I didn't lose my bag, uh, which was shocking to me because I do that every single time. But with all the traveling, I didn't lose a bag. But I did see some things, and on one particular flight, I, I saw something I, I never thought I would see in my life, and it was toward the end of the flight, and I was I was actually like asleep and not really paying much attention, but I woke up to some noise, and what I guess I had missed was there was a person who entered into the bathroom, and they went into the bathroom right as we were about to go into descending into landing. So obviously they want everybody in their seats at that time. And I've heard stories of people just not listening for whatever reason, but I've never actually witnessed it. So what I woke up to was seeing like two or three flight attendants banging on the bathroom door. And they're trying to get this person out of the bathroom. And so once I woke up, this banging had to have gone on for maybe, I'd say, 10 minutes. Oh my it, it was the like they really just would not come out. So the male flight attendant starts to actually try to pull the door open at this point, like break it and get the door open. Well, the flight attendants, you would think they would have to have like a way mm -hmm. to get access into the bathroom in case of emergency. Sure. So apparently there's But I a, guess that's just ripping the door open. No, <laughs> you're right. There is supposed to be some sort of key yeah. that they can use in case of emergency, but they couldn't find the key. I don't know how they couldn't find it, but they couldn't find the key. So after that, there, there's nothing you can do. They're just banging and they're yelling. And you know the person is in there because you can hear, like, the, the water going, and you can hear them doing something. But I, no one knows what they're doing. And so, it's locked. You can't lock it from the outside. So there's got to be somebody in there. Right. So everybody on the plane is pretty much terrified because you, you have no idea what this person is doing. So finally, when we're about five minutes to landing at this point, they had to contact the police and let the police know to be there upon arrival to arrest this person because they are not um, paying, they're not uh, abiding by the laws. And so... Finally, the person just comes out of the restroom. And I guess the part I missed, and this is where the people who saw the entire thing were a bit um, flabbergasted by the entire situation, because apparently the person went in as a woman, but came out as a man. And I don't know why. I, I don't know what the, the gender change was for. But when, when he came out, there was like... Um, clothes and, and wigs and things of that nature kind of just lying around as the flight attendants were trying to pull them out of the bathroom. So I don't know what that change of why that change was so important for this person, but apparently this had to happen for them. Damn, they got some explaining to do. So much so that they, they would not come out. So when the flight attendants finally got them out, I think they were under the impression that the flight attendants were going to be a little more understanding after they realized what had happened. But they weren't. And they, they were forced now to restrain this person because they asked, you know, what was the issue? And the person was trying to explain it, but they weren't really 
much of listening at that point. Mm-hmm. And so they had to hold the person down into one of the jump seats where the flight attendants normally sit until the plane landed. Like all three of these flight attendants are holding, literally holding this person in the seat until the plane landed. So it's considered wow. suspicious behavior, but it really, who knows what the story was? Like who knows who they were going to meet at the airport? Um, what lifestyle they're living in one city and and different in another, but to them it was a security risk. Exactly that. Huh. So uh, we'll never know, I guess, what this change was for. I mean, I even tried to search it to see if anything came up on the news or anything like that, but I, I didn't see anything. But once the flight landed, everybody had to remain seated until the police were able to actually walk onto the aircraft and arrest this person and take them off of the plane. Crazy. Now, man. had they gone prior to descent and done whatever they needed to do in the restroom and came out, out, then there there wouldn't have been an issue, no? It wouldn't have been an issue at all. I think it's just that it went into the time of when they were asking the person to find your seat, mm-hmm. and they just would not come out of the bathroom. I don't know if they just couldn't yet or what the situation was, but they huh. would not come out. Well, if you're changing all of your clothes from one gender to the other, that's a small... Very small. Right. It's going to take you a while anyway. And if you're going head to toe on that, it's going to take a while. So that's probably what it was. And I mean, I really wanted to know what the change was for. And I felt relieved when the person, because you don't know what the person's in there doing. So I'm like, oh, if they're just changing, I felt like, okay, well, everybody's at least safe. But yeah, the flight attendants weren't trying to hear any of that. No, I mean, yeah. And after 10, after 10 minutes and they're trying to get you out and you're not, of course, worst case scenario, especially as a flight attendant's going through your head as far as like what that person's doing in there. Interesting. Interesting Probably one of the scarier moments I've ever had on a flight. Huh. All right, let's get a quick update here from Dana. I don't think this will take real long because she was super worried that her husband was going to get her one of these practical gifts for Christmas, which was going to be a dishwasher, which she did not want. She wanted something more sentimental than that. Yes, and I told her, buy the dishwasher before. That way you already have it and you can't do it. Hey, Dana. Hey, how are you? Happy New Year. (laughs) Thank you. All right, so what happened with this dishwasher? Did you get to him beforehand? Um, I did buy the dishwasher, and um, it didn't really go that well because um, he was serious with me. Um, we, we normally, like, chat about these big purchases and everything, but I was like, I'm not doing this again. Like, I'm not, Thanksgiving is a disaster. I'm not going to host your family, and you don't have to hand wash all these dishes. It's ridiculous. So I did what I needed to do. And then um, he was like, well, we don't really have enough money for that, and I'm going to have to return your gift. Because it's expensive. And I was like, no, it can't be. He's like, you don't buy me expensive gifts. Um, and he comes back out, goes away, comes back out with a box. And um, it was a diamond earring. Oh. Oh. Okay. Oh. okay. Oh. Well, that was really yeah, sweet of him. <laughs> well, it was. Until the point he had to return them because I bought a dishwasher. Oh. Um, so I ended up with a dishwasher and slippers. For Christmas. <laughs> so you had to choose one or the other. You guys couldn't afford both. So you yeah. oh so wow. I did I did it to myself. <laughs> well, <laughs> Cassie is shaking her head no. What do you mean no? You didn't do that to yourself. I mean it's one thing if you can't afford both as a family, sure, that happens. But for him to show you and hold it over your head, I have to return your mm. gift because you bought something for the household that was needed is not cool. Like And stuff like that, you put away a little money every month if you're going to buy a big gift for your significant other and you save for that. Now, you had an unexpected expense. It happens. I just don't like 
the way he handled that and sort of lauded it over your head. He could have gone out and gotten you something else besides slippers. It doesn't have to be expensive, but he could have still put in some effort. And I don't like that he's guilt tripping you like that. Yeah. Mo, you were about to say the same thing? If if you actually saw the earrings, that that was my question. You saw them, right? Yeah. Okay, because I, I didn't know I if it was maybe that. his way of trying to get back at you for doing what you did, and he didn't really do that. But mm. if he really did get the earrings, <laughs> oops, you might have took a L on this yeah, one. Yeah. I mean, did you yeah, have? Yeah, the- he got them, but I didn't get them. <laughs> yeah, but did you have the option? Like, you had to return one or the other. You could have returned the dishwasher, right? Well, the dishwasher was already installed, and I was already using it, so... I'll go with the earring. We get the uninstalled in it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling up, like, Home Depot or Lowe's and being yeah. like, something's wrong with you, you gotta come get it. We got a flathead. <laughs> You're on The Burt Show.